Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Merkel Media. Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds with your host, Sean Chris, and straight out the bunker. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. I got grenades everywhere. I'm throwing them. I'm dropping bombs on them. I don't even care anymore, man. I'm so ready to let them have it, man. Keep them butt cheeks tight, baby, because that's what we do around here. Brat, brat, brat. Man, it's going to be hot today, man. I mean, it, I think we're going to get a, a couple. It's going to be more than some. Just clinch them now. Just get them clinched. Tighten them up. <laughs> Yo, they were already it's like getting, you're holding a fart in. <laughs> Yo, they were already getting tight on Tony Merkel, man, on that episode <laughs> we just dropped, man, about Kanye, man. They were getting tight on him. I mean, these folks getting clinched up around here by some Kanye West, bro. I swear, man. This idolization man. is out of control with people today, man straight sick with it too it's like man you don't even know this guy you don't even know any of these people like they don't even know you and if they saw you they probably wouldn't give a fuck (laughs) and be like hey get that guy out of here they'll kick you out of their party like definitely 99% of us we went to a party Kanye West would be like hey can you get that guy out of here (laughs) bro seriously and it's the flip side too Uh, I I was laughing because he had just posted the, the art the art from from the episode man and like some dude was like huh this podcast turned it into anti-semitic i was like bro did you (laughs) even read what he like wrote about it like he's clearly talking about us talking about kanye being the psyop bro these folks are out of control bro i swear man it's these these red pilled sheep man that's what they (laughs) are man they they think they're woke they think they're awake they're not though, bro. They're getting herded just like the rest of them, man. I'm just, I get so sick of it, man, because I see it all the time. I'm like, bro, you spend five minutes to do research, like at all. I love when they're like, source, trust me, yeah. bro. And I'm like, listen, that'd be cool if you actually dug into it at all. Like if you come to me with like facts, cool, bro. Like that's that's what's up. That's your, it, it's, and if it's something that we disagree on, because I've done research, you've done research, you know, I think this way, I think cool. Or interpretation. I'm, I'm, yeah, interpretation, some interpretation. Yeah, cool, for man. sure. But 
Don't sit there scrolling on your phone all day when motherfuckers like me and Sean are spending time in books, documentaries, reading through things, and actually using our critically, our critical mind, man. Like, man, folks do, they are so lazy right now. They don't want to use a critical mind. So what they do is they latch on to even idols in the conspiratorial world. They, oh, latch, yeah. they latch on to these idols that tell them the information so then they can spew it out like they know something. I'm like, bro, you didn't, you just took what he said. It's like the whole Kanye thing right now, bro. They're just like latching onto this dude. Like he's like some God, bro. It's insane. It reminds me of that reel you did for Thanksgiving. The, where like, you're like, hey, it sounds like pronouns. Please uh, do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. Q and Anon is just like pronouns. I love it, man. That's that's fact. <laughs> and you can email me on that one. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. We don't care. Like, I'm, we're probably gonna block you though. <laughs> yeah, if you get into because we don't need it's, all that extra negative energy, much, man. man. I'm blocking you. Like, I don't have time for that, man. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm not here also to explain because when I first started all this, I remember like I was trying like people were like yeah source and can I and I can you get this video? Can you? Man, I was like, bro, like, it all works. These search engines work for you, too. We got the same internet, man. Like, why do I have to find? So I kind of, like, you helped me with that to kind of step back because I don't mind helping people, like, but it's like, bro, I can't show every single person. Like, that. Will, I will, I have to work a job. Like, I'm still at work, you know what Bro, I mean? we can't exert this energy like that. Like, first off, man, we put a lot of effort into what we do, like, professionally, whether it's podcasting, music, documentaries, Reels, whatever we're putting effort coming, into. And some other stuff coming in the way. You know, in the it's wings. coming, baby. It's yeah. coming. <laughs> it's coming. So much is Which, coming. Well, let's start it off like I wanted to get a, a few like news stories out the way that uh, uh, before I really get into the meat and potatoes of this shit. Uh, things that some people have posted on, some things that are not on people's radar. But let's start it off with the good old super villain. Now, the base has been formed, but um, we have to go one step further. We have to have a strategic mood. We have to construct the world of tomorrow. It's a systemic transformation of the world. So we have to define how the world should look like which we want to come out of this transformation. But how to bring everybody on board? So is now the opinion uh, globalization has failed and we are entering into an era of deglobalization. I think that's wrong. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years since the opening up and uh, policy and reform policy came into action. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. But I think also uh, we should leave it to each country uh, to make its own decision what system it wants to adapt. And I think we should be very careful in imposing systems. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. Who's that lady? 
Who's that late? <laughs> man, he's in love with China, man. He loves Xi Jinping. He loves oh, this with Xi Jinping. <laughs> man, you heard the way he broke that down. He's like, if you just look at the way that they have done this for the last 40 years, this is what we need to be doing. It's just achievements and all the things that they've done. Bro, he's something else, man. Like, it's, it's, he literally is just a classic super villain. And he doesn't do anything to like try to deny that either. Like he's no. pretty much like let you know. He he lets you know, man. He even says it in that interview where he's basically like globalization is not over. Um, we just need to like basically you know put our foots on your neck a little harder. Like that's what we need to do. We need to take them. But I did hear China. I heard a little bit of fucking fear. Like, like we've always saying they're accelerating the plan because they know that there are a lot of people are on to what's going on. This like, I, I sensed a little like hesitation because he was like, it's kind of failing, but you know, we're, we're getting together, man. Mm. Like he, he, he's a little worried because they, they know that there's a lot of people that are kind of like, mm, man, I don't really like this guy. I mean, it hey, was his dad a Nazi. You know what I mean? Man, people right. are kind of knowing, even though Facebook will flag you for that and they'll send you a, a fact check, but in some foreign language that you can't <laughs> like, I think it was Norwegian or some shit. They, a Norwegian dude fact check. I'm shocked me. I'm like, we haven't seen him in like Kanye West standing. In there next to each other. Oh, man. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but he was talking a lot about like what's going on in China and how some people think it's an attractive model and all this. But I wanted to go into a little bit of the protest. I got a clip here. And I think I want to put a little different spin on it because I think everybody um, is like, yeah, you know, China's breaking through, uh, you know, like the, the Chinese people are finally waking up to the CCP. And I think there's a little bit of that, but I feel like something is pushing this because we're seeing CNN era, MSNBC, all these channels that were like, Hey man, lockdowns are good. And now all of a sudden they're going against them. I feel like there's something else at play. Like somebody is strategically making this happen. You know what I mean? It's not as organic as it seems. I feel like somebody's stirring the whole pot. Welcome up. everybody to a very special report. We are now talking about what's going on in China at the moment. In fact, since last night, we've seen massive uprisings breaking out throughout China. Would you like to um, explain to people a little bit more what's going on? Absolutely. So what we can uh, kind of see happening here is that there was a notice put out through universities. This is probably how it started. Mm -hmm. uh, and it went through talking about, oh, we should remove COVID restrictions. Let's remove zero COVID restrictions. This is insane. Like where we shouldn't be, um, you know, locked down anymore. It was kind of all related to this. Mm -hmm. But things, you know, what, what Chairman Mao said, a single spark can set a prairie fire. This went wild. And this is actually how it caught my attention. Somebody yeah sent me mm -hmm. uh, a picture of their WeChat moments. So WeChat's the app that everyone uses. Yeah. And everything was removed or blacked out. Yeah. And I'll show you why. Okay, we're going to show you a little clip here, everybody, for you to see. And uh, it's very important to see what the people are saying here. Okay, now... When it comes to protests, we've both seen protests in China. We've seen a lot of protests. I've seen usually surrounding uh, people's houses, you know, um, being forcefully demolished or, you know, maybe a real estate scam, but mostly anti-Japanese protests, yeah. things like that, which are allowed by the government. But never, ever do you see any kind of action against the government. Never. never. I've never once seen this. Mm -hmm. Not in all my years in China. 
Uh, this is absolutely the biggest thing that's happened since Tiananmen Square. I like how they uh, compared it to Tiananmen Square first off. And then also the main key that got me in that is they're like, it started off in the universities. And if we know about anything about universities, there's a lot of uh, eccentric people, a lot of uh, people that are planted in these universities all over, whether it's Russia, China, America, wherever there's people. And I feel like they started something that there's something bigger to this everybody's because it's going wild you know everybody's like losing their shit like oh man look what's going on in china man they're fighting back and i'm like i don't know man i feel like there's some nefarious thing behind this and i have a feeling it's a a three-letter agency yeah man i i totally agree with you because when it started happening i was immediately do like i normally do sat back I said, I'm going I'm to peep this for a minute. I was like, it doesn't feel right. I was like, also, why are all the mainstream media, uh, Justin Trudeau, he came out. I mean, he got he got chopped down, though, <laughs> as well. But he did come out initially and was saying that we stand with the Chinese and and we love that they're going against the system. I'm like, dude, a year ago, you were, you know, suppressing people left and right. Um, for their right to do what they wanted to with their own bodies. It's, it's, dude, this is mass manipulation right here. And I, it could be a couple of things, right? I agree with you with the universities because those are brainwashing institutions. So it's very easy to get uh, kids in these universities to uprise. It is. Look at it right now. Look at the, look at the, the, the wokeity wokes when they get jacked up, man, and they start mobilizing. And you see it all the time, man. They, they, instantly you know like with the whole alex stein thing man they were all out there protesting he was there and you know man it's it's the same thing but they are moving them to do this for a reason now for what reason i don't know are they doing it to show the world this is what happens if you try to step up against the government are they going to squash them is this what's going to happen on like a world stage uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's the play or not. I mean, that's my initial just boom. There's my first thought on it. Um, but I'll need more time to really like break it down. But that's my initial first thought that it could be to show on a world stage. Hey, this isn't cool, but this is what happens when you don't listen to the world government. And that's kind of why I played that Klaus Schwab uh, clip first, because it kind of like fed into that where it's like I kind of I'm on what you're saying, like because then they were rolling tanks out there and maybe it's kind of like a sign to other governments as well. Like, hey, you know, if they do act up, man, you you could shoot them with the tank. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That that and then the tanks and the tenement square, like or the other thing I also thought is like, are they building it up what they've been trying to do, like build up another world war, right? Like they've been talking about China taking back Taiwan, what's going on in Ukraine, all these things and all this uprising all over the world. And one way to suppress that is by having a world war and creating an enemy because everybody looks like the enemy from the other side, right? Like we would be like, Oh, they're enemy. They're our enemy, Russia or whatever. Fill in the blank that the media paints us to think. Yep. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like you and I were talking about earlier today on the phone about how that in America, people don't understand how civilized it is in other places. 
there's skyscrapers in Africa? What? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. Like, it's they don't not, live in mud huts. Like, South Africa is like gorgeous. Like, it's a, yeah, you know, it's 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 mostly uh, English people that were down there. You know what I mean? Like, people from the UK. It's very uh, British. Um, yeah, the, the, you know what I mean. So a lot of people don't Damn know colonizers. Yeah, it really was. But, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but but at the end of the day, like there's all these places. Like I was telling you before about you know Jordan is beautiful place. It's you know it's industrialized. There's there's it's not it's not as uncivilized as people think. Other places in the world, people think about Europe as being civilized and they don't think any other place else is civilized. Like India is not civilized and like all these places. I'm yeah. Like, no. like Mexico, like they see the border towns and right. I was telling my buddy this a couple weeks ago. I was like, imagine if like all you saw from another country was snapshots of Gary, Indiana. You know what I mean? You're going to be like, oh, man, America needs help, man. We should send them money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so they're doing it in it's Ukraine. what you see. Yeah, exactly. The same thing. There's all, there's all kinds of great uh, big cities everywhere, man. Like, But there's this ignorance that a lot of people have. And it's not just here. It's just, again, like you said, it's what the media paints no matter where you're at. But when you were talking about universities, you kind of reminded me of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly what it is, man. I'm telling you, it's just wokeness left and right. And I think every university has got like that across the globe. Like, it, however you want to define the word woke in those situations, it might not be switching your gender and 80,000 pronouns, but it could be woke in a different way. You know what I mean? So especially in a place like China, where it's totalitarian, right? And it's already that way, but then you implement just the right people to start something because those kids are very easily susceptible to doing what someone above them who has some sort of degree or has some sort of power to get them to do something man very easy to mobilize a bunch of idiots <laughs> yeah and people that are probably frustrated that haven't been able to speak out anyways mm -hmm. it's it's a lot easier to get them up Here's a crazy story that I heard, like, I didn't really know this was going on because you definitely won't hear this on CNN or Fox. You have to, like, dig through the Internet. But a lot of stuff's going on in Congo right now. For many living inside these tents, it's still too soon to go home. Despite the official start of a ceasefire between the Congolese army and the M23 rebels on Friday, at this camp north of Goma, the displaced still live in fear. The conflict in the east of the country has displaced some 200,000 people. According to the United Nations, the rebels have deliberately targeted civilians. We are afraid because they're in our houses and they can leave bombs behind to trap us with. Also, they stole everything, but the main thing is that we can go back. There is conflicting information on the ground when it comes to whether the recent ceasefire is being respected. It was signed at a regional summit in Angola, with no M23 representatives present. The conflict between the movement and the Congolese army reignited last year after the rebels, predominantly Tutsi, accused the DRC of not respecting the 2013 peace agreement. Like I thought, like, does this have to do with China as well? Because China has a huge stronghold in Africa. Like they're them and the British, like you said, have a little bit, but mainly it's China and a little bit of Russia too. Like all the uh, natural resources and stuff come from China. Like China has a stranglehold on all that stuff. So I wonder if this is another shot. Like are they, we're constantly having these coups go all over. Like we saw like in Ukraine, um, Ukraine has a bunch of stuff that we were 
trying to provoke to kind of like, you know, get at Russia, like without having us to go in war with them. We're like, oh, well, it's all right if we get a bunch of Ukrainians to die. You know what I mean? That's how they look at it. They're like, oh, well, it's not our people. Fuck it. And Zelensky don't care. He's just getting paid, man. (laughs) You see what he did today? He uh, uh, he's banning uh, the Orthodox Church. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm glad you brought that up, man, because we didn't talk about that earlier. I saw that and I'm like, dude. This plays into exactly what I was talking about earlier on the phone about, you know, Christianity uh, being squashed out. And we'll talk later on this episode about that in detail, about how they're going to do it here in the States. But, yeah, they're already doing it overseas, man. And the and he he is the uh He's like Trudeau light to me. Like he's he's <laughs> Trudeau light. <laughs> <laughs> like he really is, man. Like I, every time I look at him, I think about Trudeau. Like I feel I feel like uh, Klaus Schwab has got them both on their knees. Like good, yes, I feel so good. What are my balls? What are my dick? Yes, <laughs> like, stroke it, stroke it. <laughs> Put a bug in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that Trudeau light. <laughs> if you're not Trudeau with not all the as as much authoritarianism, <laughs> goes down just a little bit easier <laughs> with that crisp taste. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of Ukraine, uh, we always talk about the military industrial complex. I think an- this is another good report. I think this is from uh, France uh, 12 or something like that, the, the French channel. And they're talking about the Europeans, like how much arms they're selling. And this is another reason why war is profitable and why it continues and we'll continue to see it. Eastern Europe's arms industry is churning out guns, artillery shells, and other military supplies as governments in the region lead efforts to aid Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Here's the story. The war in Ukraine has taken a toll on Europe's economy, but one sector is quietly humming. Arms makers in Eastern Europe are churning out weapons and ammunition at a pace not seen since the Cold War. Many governments in the region are still wary of their old Soviet master Russia, and keen to help Kyiv resist. Arms firms are seizing the opportunity. Poland's state-owned PGZ makes everything from drones to armoured vehicles. Boss Sebastian Chwałek says it's almost doubling its investment plans over the next decade. We are developing, expanding our abilities. We're preparing for increased deliveries not only to the Polish market, and we are aware of that. We are in many discussions with potential customers from third countries who would like to equip their armies with Polish equipment. PGZ says it has delivered all sorts of gear to Ukraine, including mortars, small arms and ammunition. It expects 2022 revenues to beat a pre-war target of almost $1.5 billion. There's a similar story in the Czech Republic. The country has supplied about $2.1 billion of weapons to Ukraine, and arms exports are on track to hit their highest since 1989. That's according to Deputy Defense Minister Thomas Kopechny. For the Czech defense industry, the conflict in Ukraine and the assistance the industry provides to the defenders is clearly a boost that we have not seen in the last 30 years. It is not only that this year will be an absolute record in the export of military material. So 
that's why it keeps going. I think, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, that's one of the clearly big Poland's making some money right now, man. Like, oh yeah, like big and they're time. loving it. They just want to keep it going. They're like, hey, you guys just keep on squabbling it on out, man. We'll just keep bolstering. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. We got you, man. Hey, any more bullets? Any more drones? What do you need, man? We got you, bro. Like, they're they're all in. They're all like, we're all in on this, man. We're not worried about it, man. It kind of reminds me of this. Everybody's gonna pay. Because the million dollar man always gets his way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's classic, man. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> Bro, that took me back, man. I didn't even expect you to bust that one out, man. Yeah, I had to throw that out. Some Ted DiBiase, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Oh, man. So, I mean, really, man, like you said, man, honestly, everything that you watch on the news, political, like all around the world, man. It's just like wrestling, man. Like, at least, like, wrestling admits it. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, yeah, you know, this is entertainment. Like, everybody else is like, no, this is real. Back to what you're saying, though, to the first clip about Klaus Schwab, I think they are worried because there's so many people that are awake to the idea that it is wrestling. And I think now... It's like, And I'm a huge professional wrestling fan. You know that about me. Like, I watch wrestling. I love it. Um, and there's a reason why I love it. it. It's scripted. It's fake. It's exciting. Um, and that's why we have so much fun on this podcast a lot of times because I'm looking at this, for lack of better words, scripted world that is just insane right now, man. It's all like it's all manipulated. It, it's all there. And really, it's there for us to see if we just open our eyes and take a look at it, man. And honestly, it starts by stopping ourselves from worshiping these idols that they put in front of us to worship, man. Um, one thing you said to me a week ago that made a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, man, basically when you said that we don't know these people, we're not invested in these people. So why are we stressed out? If someone says something about someone, we don't know it, you're it's idol worship at that point, man. It doesn't bother me if somebody says something about somebody I don't know. Cause at the end of the day, they could be right. They really could be, man. Like, you know, we could sit there and, and talk about all day if Kanye's a psyop or Kanye's not a psyop, but why are you getting mad if someone says something you don't like about it? Who cares? It, how does it affect your daily life? And that's the issue because it does affect most people's daily life, man. All these idols they worship. Look at all the, like, the Britney Spears shit that's been going on, still going on with all these people worshiping this idol. And they're saying that somebody should step in, help her out or do this or do that. This is what I'm talking about, man. It, it becomes a point to where these people are on these pedestals and we use them as a form to get our information. So we don't have to do any work. That's why they're so successful. That's why these politicians are so successful at brainwashing people, man, because nobody wants to do any work. Nobody, everybody's lazy, man. Oh, definitely. And I was saying this for a long time too, about Trump and all that. I'm like, why do you get so upset? The guy doesn't even know your name. He doesn't know your name. 
Like, it, it, and you're like upset about somebody that could care less about you. Like that you're not even a thought. If they don't know your name and you're not in their phone, you're not a thought. Because I'll tell you, if you're not in my phone, I, I could care less. I don't think about you one bit. <laughs> Hell, if you're in my phone, I might not either. Like it just depends, like how well. Depends. I know yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true. There, there might, there's a couple of those that like I, I've cleared out a lot of them. But uh, before we get into the big stuff that we really want to talk to, I just wanted to uh, lay this last one. It's kind of a COVID-ish, but uh, uh, it's a little bit. They're now manufacturing mRNA. Flu vaccines. We all knew it was Scientists coming. have engineered an experimental super vaccine. They say it can fight every known strain of the flu. It employs the same technology used in COVID-19 shots. NTD's Daniel Monahan has a story. The vaccine hasn't been tested on people yet. Given in two shots, it uses the same mRNA technology that was pioneered in the COVID-19 shots from Pfizer and Moderna. It delivers instructions for cells to create replicas of proteins that appear on influenza viruses. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis recently addressed mRNA technology in regards to COVID vaccines. They lied to us about the mRNA shots. They said if you take it, you will not get COVID. That is false. The universal flu vaccine, if successful in human trials, would not necessarily prevent infection. The hope is that it would give people a baseline level of immunity and reduce deaths and hospitalizations. Not again! Unlike standard flu vaccines that deliver one or two versions of the proteins, the experimental vaccine includes 20 different types. Scientists hope the immune system would then recognize any flu virus it might encounter in the future. DeSantis warns against ideology affecting health policy and being placed over data and evidence. And then what happens is, is that they will say something like, okay, six weeks of masks will end COVID. So that's what they claim. It doesn't happen. And then what they'll do is they will kind of move the goalposts and say, well, you know, only 95% wore it. So now scientists say a universal flu vaccine would not mean an end to flu season, but it would replace the guesswork that goes into developing annual shots. Meanwhile, an article published in the Washington Post on Wednesday reported that a majority of Americans dying from the coronavirus were vaccinated. It states that 58% of coronavirus deaths in August were people who were vaccinated or boosted. But we didn't got to worry about that because... You know, we're good. We're pure blooded, baby. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you've noticed, though, they've really been pushing the flu again. Like, it just yes. out of nowhere. Uh, my girl brought that up to me recently. She's like, man, they are really pushing the flu hard again. I'm like, yeah, because like the COVID shit's like kind of over. So now what they're going to start doing is is moving this flu at the forefront like they're not going to do it like they're doing that they did with covid with like lockdowns and stuff but they're going to use the same techniques to get you to use it because now you're comfortable with d- taking whatever because people have known about flu shots forever right they've been around forever but they were never forced on you and they pretty much told you they were 40 and they effective. were mrna they and they were not mrna right. technology that, that, to me this is just now that they they've been wanting to roll that technology out covid just helped them do that and now they're able to do because they've been talking about 
having like a multi multi flu uh, vaccine for forever. Well, for the thing COVID that's crazy the to flu, me, they they got the they yeah, some, now, they even got the cocktails now too, so you could take them both and it's all mixed together. It's just crazy to me because I'm like, okay, now the flu is just this huge like thing again. And then even Fauci was on and he was like, oh man, you know, it went away for a while. And I was like, well, how did they make this flu vaccine when the flu is different? The strain is different every year. Every and then you're year. like, oh, we got, we got it. We got them all. And I'm like, man, it, it just sounds like horseshit to Real me, Real quick, man. Speaking of flu. So, you know, I go to the zoo here in Cincinnati all the time and like I'm a big, you know, animal opponent. I love animals and my girl does, too. And we keep up on a lot of information about animals. Well, I don't know if you've noticed this weird thing this year with the bird flu. So the bird flu has been around twice this year. I've never seen that happen ever. Also, it's back around right now at a time when the bird flu never is around. Now, I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures of what's happening with this bird flu it's all of these chickens dying at these chicken farms so all these pictures of just hundreds and hundreds of dead chickens everywhere all through the nation that's what they're doing they're killing off the meat man that's what they're doing and they're saying it's the bird flu and they are putting something out there because it's killing them but it's really weird in the zoo it's almost like they knew ahead of time because none of the birds were out. And then like a few weeks later, all these birds started dying like nationwide. And I'm like, because, you know, these are expensive birds at the zoo. You know, this is like you got condors and you got like sea eagles and all of these like, you know, birds you don't see just, you know, flying around. So I'm almost wondering if like they get a heads up and they don't know that it's a heads up in that way. But it's like somebody says, hey, this bird flu is coming around. Let's get these birds in, and then it kicks in a couple weeks later or whatever. But I just think it's really crazy, man. It's kind of like that whole thing a year ago when the cows just started dropping and dying just out of nowhere. It's the same thing. You got all of this push for fake meat. You got all of this push uh, for eating bugs. You know, that's a little bit, but mostly fake meat. And then you got all of these meat sources dying mysteriously. I know they have you think right about around the- Thanksgiving too. Right. Like like you said, like it weird timing, like because that you can definitely see it. Like you might not tell as much, you know, like even though that a lot of chickens have died, and you know, like when one gets sick, they have to kill the whole flock. Like that's what people don't get too. It's not they don't just go test each one, like, oh, this one's good, this one. No, once one's sick, boom, they gotta kill the whole flock. And they were doing that with turkeys. That's why turkeys were so expensive this year. Like they were super expensive this right. year. So the bird flu's kicked off twice this year. I watched the zoo take the birds in in the summer, which was really weird. Um, I've seen them do it before, but man, this was only like one time in the past, like four or five, five years I've seen it, maybe twice. It wasn't like that. But this year, twice. And it was in the summer and then right around this time of year, which never has ever happened this time of year, man. It's weird. It's like a, a weird time of year. It's kind of like the hurricane that popped up in Florida in some weird season. It's not hurricane season. It's just popping up. It's happening. It's almost like it's manufactured. I thought hurricane season was over. <laughs> 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 no, that that's a good observation because I, I haven't go, I don't go to the zoo as much as you. So that's a good observation because, like you're right, like it's 
to have a chicken is a lot cheaper than to have some of these birds that they got at the zoo. You're talking about you can't get another one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that one's gone. You're not getting one for like 10 years. And that's a money if you're source. Lucky. And that's a money source. And mm-hmm. these zoos are federally funded by the government. So they get a lot of subsidizing and a lot of uh, money from the government as well. So it's not just that they get money from donors and all that either. They get it from the government, especially if they want to expand. So say they're trying to expand and they want to bring some new animals in. They also have to be approved by the government to do that. The reason why I know this, I've talked to the guy that runs the zoo. Like I run into him several times and he broke that down to us one time about how that they want to bring some more elephants in and they want to have some baby elephants, but they actually have to have it approved by the government to mate the animals as well. So it's not even just that they can do what they want. It has to be approved to be able to have uh, baby animals. And this is uh, Joel Thomas, your Zoolander expert. Thank you. No, No, dang, that's crazy. I didn't even know that, man. That, that, That to me is a red flag man that's something's going up like they have to like you said that it doesn't necessarily like so everybody's in on it but someone gave them a heads up definitely someone gave them a heads up because how come none of those birds died <laughs> that's what i'm saying and the so the sea eagles just had a baby sea eagle this year and he those things are huge man like baby sea eagles are monstrous man they're like they're they're huge like i saw it when it was born i'm like god that's a baby but uh you know he uh he hadn't changed color or anything so they're normally like i don't know if you know this about bald eagles they're actually black up until five years that's when they actually start going bald so they actually look like almost like hawks they don't really look like eagles so same thing with sea eagles i don't know the time span on how long it is before they you know, uh, turn, you know, color and their beaks turn, you know, more orange or whatever. But he was still in that like dark black phase, even though he was like size wise getting closer to like the parents. But all of a sudden I went by to see him one day and it's just gone. And they had the signs up again. I'm like, they just had the signs up five months ago. Like, this is crazy. And then my girl came to me. He's like, look, see, see, because she's all over it. She's like, see, they're killing them off. They're killing them off. They don't want us to eat. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. That's spot on. Like, for real. That's. <laughs> and then uh, the last story I'll get into. It's uh, it, I don't know if you heard about this. International blood banks for the unvaccinated has been formed with members from at least 16 countries. Demand for pure blood skyrockets. So, uh, it it is becoming a thing, man. Like, uh, it, uh, man, it's just it sucks that we have to baby. get to this. Which one? So you bring it up, just, oh my God. No, man. no. So this is crazy. And I want to say it's Switzerland. Anybody that's listening right now, I could be wrong. Because this wasn't something I dug super deep into. I just happened to skim through. I was talking to somebody. They brought it up and told me about it. I haven't had a chance to really dig through it. But it was definitely, you know, mainstream media. Because they were tr- definitely trying to twist it a certain way. So there is a family that has a baby that needs a blood transfusion to live, they're refusing to take the blood transfusion because it's vaccinated blood. Wow. So the, the hospital is refusing? No, they're refusing. To, the parents? Yes, for, because okay. they're going to give the kid vaccinated blood. So the baby's going to die, and they're making a huge deal about it, and I think it's all manufactured. I don't even know. Like This could be one of those things where like I would be like, the scripted world guys, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. This could be totally scripted because it just seemed really weird. And they're vilifying the parents that they're going to kill the baby 
the baby's gonna die and this whole thing it's crazy man like it, it was mind-blowing i just saw this the other day and i'm like they are setting it up to vilify people that won't take blood transfusions for their family members especially kids that can't consent so what is this going to turn into is it going to turn into something like what we saw during covid where they were trying to let the kids decide to get the vaccines without their parents approval it's going to be very similar to that i think they're i think cps case yes i think you're going to start taking more parental rights away i think this is just the, the first little droplets of it i think it's going to keep coming as the years go and you have less and less rights over your own kids. I mean, look what they're doing with 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 gender right now. You know, they're making it to where kids can circumvent their own family members, their parents' uh, yeah. ideas for them, or what they you know want for their own children. Dang, I did not hear about that. That's that's a, a good one, man. I'm gonna have to really check into that. I did not hear anything about that whatsoever, but. There's so many stories out there. It's easy to to, to miss. To get lost you know in mean? it. And this happened by but, complete accident for me, too. I wasn't even looking for anything like this. And this came from, I don't even remember who I was talking to. So it could have even been my girl. I don't know. But I can't remember who brought the story to me. And now I'm like, yeah, completely. It's completely manipulated. Like, I don't even think it's a real story. And if it is, they're definitely trying to vilify the parents. Yeah, I think so, too. They're trying to probably vilify the parents so that like, hey, maybe you should get your kids taken away if you don't get them vaccinated. Get your kids taken away if you don't give them uh, uh, what are those uh, the hormone mm -hmm. shit, like anything that they want, because like a lot of stuff is becoming like uh, everybody's becoming pussies, man. Like uh, even in the medical field, like uh, my daughter's mom's in the medical field. She got back into the medical field. She wasn't in for a while. And she was telling me, like, yeah, she's like, it's crazy now. She was like, you got to be careful. Like, if you misgender somebody, like, you could get in trouble. Like, because they, because then the doctor's losing money because I guess those gender dysphoria people are like very particular. Like, if they don't get treated a certain way, that, and the thing that gets me mad is like, I'm supposed to know, like, dude, you look like a dude, and then you want to be me to call you miss. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know, man? You gotta, like, I'll do, the, I'll play your stupid little game, like, if I'm at work, but don't make me guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but what's happening is terrible. too, by them forcing people to do this, they're causing the the adverse uh, reaction on the other end, where now you're getting people that like are awful that are you know hey i'm gonna take this trans out back and like we're gonna like beat them down you know what i mean you're getting oh yeah happening yeah. now more and more too and it's feeding it's, it's and it's perfect for itself. them because they're they're, exactly. they're getting that cycle going and they're like yes see the thing that we want. said was happening now it's really happening yep. you know what i mean like exactly. that's exactly practical nuke incoming <laughs> It's time to get nuclear on these guys. You know it's what I mean? It's time to get the cheeks tight, baby. Get those butt cheeks Pucker tight. Up. Pucker <laughs> up, baby. Because we're coming through. Yeah, we're it's time to to start taking these idols down a peg. I don't idolize anybody. I don't think anybody should idolize anybody. Don't idolize me. Don't take everything I say 
as a word. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going to get it wrong. I just try to critically think and analyze things. And that's what I and Joel, and I'm going to speak for Joel on this one, is we're trying to promote of, we want you to critically think. If you hear us saying something wrong, you know, go research it yourself and go find out, hey, you know, they got this wrong, but this is right. Critically think for yourself. Don't take anybody's word for everything like you can't do that man there's so many talking heads out there that people are like ah oh, man Hannity man and then they don't see Hannity with his damn CIA pin that he wears every fucking night I fucking hate that guy I wish Hannity would change his fucking name cause that's my name and he's dirtying my name and I think that we should start at fucking change.org to change Hannity's name to fucking Chester Hannity or something <laughs> Outside of the Hannity stuff, you were very sweet and nice, Sean, but I'm going to say something real quick as we kick this off. Fuck your idols because we're coming and we're not going to stop. And I'm telling you right now, Sean's not going to stop because I'm speaking for him now. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep blasting your idols. It's what we do. We got the balls to do it and we're going to keep doing it. So get ready. And if you don't like it, man, you can hop off this train, man. We don't care because it's going to keep going. Blah, blah. Yeah, definitely. And let's start off with the guy that people were all about, about freedom of speech, Mr. Elon Musk, right? Everybody said he's going to fix Twitter, and we've talked about him a little bit here and there. But I, I have this clip of him where he's talking basically to the people that are funding him, right? The, the, the money. He's talking to the money right here, and he's going to tell you exactly what he wants Twitter to be. This was about a month and a half ago when they had this meeting. I've been holding on for a while because, you know, like we we try to give people a little bit of chance to uh, show themselves not to be pieces of shit, dirtbags. My man, they <laughs> They end up being dirtbags. <laughs> they always do. They always do. Here we go. So I wrote software. Wrote software. I wrote software personally for twenty years. Uh, 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 uh. You know, I was one of the key people behind uh, X.com, which became PayPal. And so, I also like I'm aware of like a, I know how to make a, a way better PayPal. Because you um, built PayPal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I mean, with a lot of other people, but. There's a product plan I wrote, which I wish I'd kept a copy of in July of 2000, where I thought it would be possible to make the most valuable financial institution in the world. And we're, we're going to execute that plan from 22 years ago, which amazingly no one has done. And, and so I, I think that's part of why I think Twitter will be ultimately extremely valuable, because I'm going to execute the X.com game plan from 22 years ago with some improvements, and then we're also going to obviously make Twitter just a way better system. Um, I mean, it's, it stands to reason that, you know, if, 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 if a social media company is, um, is not taking steps to make it positive to be on that social platform, then, then people won't come or they'll leave, you know? So you speak of sort of anti-Semitism or racism or anything like that. Well, I mean, if who's going to stay on a platform if, if that's prevalent? Like, that's... that's Obviously. Yeah, I yep. mean, come on. And apart from its inherent wrongness, if who's going to stay on the platform? So inherent wrongness. And first of all, it's so hard to get. I don't even know how that guy's a speaker. He's that... And his little laugh. <laughs> Sounds like he's, like, watching a porn or something. He's like, <laughs> I seen a girl. Like, he reminds me of Beavis and Butthead, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I seen a girl. <laughs> 
He's all, you see that hot girl? It's like, when, it's like that meme of Post Malone when that girl flips her shirt up, man. He's got that big. Dude, I remember people used to be like, man, I wish I loved something as much as Post Malone looking at a pair of titties, man. That's exactly, that's exactly what he sounds like. See the girl. Yeah, he's he's a he's an idiot, man. He's a moron. But he's he, like he's smart. saying, hey, he's no, smart he's not. To hire people that are smart, man. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's about all he got. <laughs> I mean, really, that's but, it, man. And you track him all the way back too, man. You know, he's he's come from a situation that was very cultivated for him. This wasn't a like rags to riches story or or whatever, you know to I be mean? not the way people think or at all for that matter. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty telling, man, the way that he tries to act like, you know, he created Tesla. And it's like, yeah, you might have you might have like took that name because it, you uh, equated it to Nikola well, he didn't Tesla. Even take the name. <laughs> He didn't even make the name up. Like the two brothers made the whole company yeah. up. He just was like, "Hey man, this is a great company. I'm just going to buy it." I'm like, "Hey man, just buying something doesn't make you a genius." You know what I mean? Like, "Hey man, I knew this was going to be great. Thanks for doing all the hard work." But also, if you notice, he talked because we've said this before, he wants to turn Twitter into WeChat, which is what uh, the CCP has, and it's very regulated, it's very controlled, it's uh, run by the government. It it, it has like uh, it basically wants it to be like a, a your bank account, your your social media, everything wrapped into one. That's why he's talking about PayPal. Well, listen to the clip we just heard earlier where he said, I hopped on WeChat to see what was going on and all this stuff was blacked out. So we had to exactly. go find, and that makes me think that it is somewhat scripted because he said we couldn't find anything on WeChat, which is coming straight from the people that are there, but then they're getting footage of mainstream media footage so then you start wondering what's really being shown here, right? Yeah, definitely. Right? That's a, I, I agree with you 100% because that's exactly what I thought. Like, how did you get that stuff? How did the footage get out then? Like, And then people be like, oh, VPNs. And I'm like, man, in China, you can have a VPN, but it's illegal to use it. Right. That's <laughs> wild. So it's like, yeah, you can have a VPN, but it's illegal to use it. And, and another guy that I want to take down a peg is LeBron James, right? And I want to tie this in with the Kyrie Irving. Fuck LeBron. Every, oh, fuck LeBron. And guess what? That's what you get. Ohio State got their ass kicked by Michigan because you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what you get. And he, he was bringing up, like, Kyrie, right? And he went hard on Kyrie. And, you know, he was like, oh, I don't agree with Kyrie. He didn't back him up and say, hey, people should be able to say what they want. But now he's talking out and he kind of, in this clip, he's criticizing the media and he's kind of scolding them. And he's, like, using, like, his superiority complex where he's, like, scolding them because of a Jerry Jones picture. And if people don't know, there's this picture that's circulating from Jerry Jones uh, that was from Arkansas that he was around, like, uh, when the— um, Busing of people into new schools. The um, I can't think of the word. Was it like when they were migrating uh, black people into integrating into white schools? And there's a picture where Jerry Jones is there. And then here we'll leave it off for there. And LeBron goes. On. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy 
remember talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. I want to give you the floor, Joel. <laughs> Bro, first off, I love he really is like the Vince McMahon of like basketball players, bro. Like he the way he struts around with that Conor McGregor attitude and he tells him, no, no, no. Hey. Let me finish. And by the way, y'all don't say anything at all now. I'm talking and you're not going to say anything afterwards either. Oh, Jerry Jones thing, because I remember when the picture came out and I remember he said he wasn't going to be a fan of the Cowboys. Where If anybody doesn't know, like LeBron has been a Dallas Cowboys fan since forever. He's been to like a ton of games. You see him on the sidelines. So now he's a Browns fan, which I think is kind of funny, too, man, because like, I mean, I love Deshaun Watson. And but Sean's got a lot of <laughs> a lot <laughs> A, a lot of baggage going into that situation. Um, and not to say that some of that couldn't have been contrived and they and they made some of that up too to manage because he asked out of out of the Texans. But regardless of the fact, LeBron is putting he's playing both ends of it. So he lit Kyrie up for what Kyrie just posted a link, which is still mind blowing to me, dude. I could post a link of something and not like it. I could just be saying, check this shit out. It's garbage truck juice. What in the world's going on? You don't even know what he thought about it, really. Like he posted it and then LeBron lit him up. And then now he's backtracking and saying, like, he's talking about our people. And I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, LeBron. Dude, I used to love LeBron, man, like back in the Miami days. I'm a big Miami Heat fan. And I've always liked LeBron, like as far as the basketball player goes. But man, it's just he just started grading on me more and more and more. And he's just such a fucking baby, man. Like all he does is whine and cry. And he's the poster child of like controllable, right? He literally is. He is through and through just bought and paid for, sold his soul ages ago. I mean, hell, dude, people don't even remember like when he was in high school. He was throwing up the rock symbol, the Illuminati symbol with Jay-Z. He's been hanging out with Jay-Z. Jay-Z brought him in. A lot of people don't even know this, but like Jay-Z was a huge mentor of his when he first came in the league. So he's been aligned himself with these people from the get-go. So when you when you said Deshaun Watson, all I could think is this. What do we get for $10? Everything you want. Everything. Oh, 
<laughs> as soon as you said Deshaun, I was like, hey, that kind of reminds me of something. Oh, my God, bro. But you're great. right, man. Like, for me personally, uh, I lost respect for LeBron. It was, uh, I want to say, the 2011 or 2010 Eastern Conference Finals uh, against the Orlando Magic. I think it's 2010. Uh, Orlando Magic beat uh, uh, LeBron's team. And he walked off the court, right? Right. And then the following year, he won the Eastern Conference Championship. And then he's standing trying to shake everybody's hands. And I'm like, look, man, you can't go. It, either you walk off the court all the time or you can't go, oh, I won. So, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's all let's love me. But when the other guys won, you, you just disrespected him. He walked off way before, didn't, didn't give him their props. And people could say, like, oh, he's competitive, this and that. But he didn't act that way when he won. He's not a gracious winner. He's not a gracious loser and, and that's one thing I, I didn't like about him and then when he's really started trying to dig himself into a lot of these political conversations he doesn't know what he, he thinks he's superior he has that attitude the way he even talked to the media like you said that's exactly what i noticed he goes no no i don't even want you to respond like come on man like and first if you think about it i get it that he he wants you to ask him because he's a dallas cowboy fan but the reason maybe they didn't ask you is because that's NFL and you're NBA. Kyrie, you played with him and you're in the same league. Maybe that's why it's circulating because it's the same news. Maybe it's not right, but that's how it is. You want them to ask you about every little thing that's going on? No, when it's about basketball. But when they ask you about what was going on with the CCP and, and the Uyghurs and stuff like that, you were silent. You shut up. You, you were like, hey, man. Or when the Houston Rocket exec, remember, he spoke out against the CCP and he was like, yeah, I really feel like he shouldn't have said that. You know. So to me, you ha he has no nothing to stand on. He's not a stand-up dude in my in my personal view, I don't know him, but just the way he carries himself. And all I got to say to LeBron is this. That's all I got to say. And he didn't even go to Ohio State. That's what makes me so mad. Is like, he's just a bandwagoner. He's just, and he's been called out numerous times on Twitter, especially with like the whole takeoff situation for being a liar. Cause he was like, yeah, man, I was up on the Migos for anybody. He's just a liar. That's all he does. Like, and it's, I love that that's the new meme is like when something comes out, like, uh, like they were making fun of him. Cause like last night with uh, Josh Allen or every time something happens, or like, he was like, yeah, I woke up last night. And I knew that Josh Allen was going to throw a touchdown. Like, they just know he's a liar. Like, I, I love that he's getting it on that level. But let's go to the ultimate, right? And we already have an episode. If you guys don't know, you can check out the uh, the, the Kanye crisis. The, Jesus uh, crisis. Uh, the, the Jesus crisis, my bad, uh, episode uh, to get a little bit caught up on that. But now he's going haywire, right? He walked off uh, Tim Pool. He's been everywhere. He's done the whole ropes. He's done the Pierce Morgan show. He's done the Cuomo show. Uh, he's done uh, the Lex Friedman. He's been everywhere. Everything he's had to say. He's had a different uh, um, drink champs. He's been on every single big platform you can think of. And he's acted a little different on each one. Like uh, drink champs, he kind of like try to be, um, I would say more gen. He try to be genuine and, and such. Lex Friedman, he try to be an intellectual. Um, with Tim Pool, he try to be a diva. And I'm not a huge Tim Pool guy. Like I don't hate him or dislike him. I'm just kind of neutral. I mean, I listen to him every now and then. I don't really agree on some of the stuff he says, but. He acted like a diva, right? As soon as he got some pushback, he walked out. It was 20 minutes in. He just wanted to be who like, hey, look, they? I'm going to. Yeah, who is they? Who is I would have. <laughs> 
That was you so have the ass ridiculous. Sway. You don't have the answers, Sway. <laughs> and actually, Sway, you did have the answers. We all know it. We knew it then, and we know it now. Bro, did you hear what he said that Sway actually had the answers? They asked him about. Yeah, that. we played that. We played <laughs> that on the on the Jesus Crisis. <laughs> we killed him with that. And also, we also got to remember that he's probably a gay fish. You know, he's probably a gay fish. <laughs> but now he went on. Alex Jones, right? And and don't get me wrong. I'm entertained by Alex Jones. I think he's hilarious because you have to take it that way. I don't take it. I don't buy into his fear mongering. I know he's going to try to sell me some vitamins I don't need. You know what it I mean? Some pills, supplements. Baby. Keep it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he's got <laughs> keep it up. And and that's fine, right? Whatever. This is capitalist country, you know, free market. You want to make your money. But, you know, I got my suspicions about Jones. And no, I don't think he's um, the comedian uh, Bill Hicks. You know what I mean? That's not – I know a lot of people think that he's Bill Hicks. <laughs> I don't think that. I just think that he's given some information, right? And he's already – and actually, just to update on Alex Jones, he's filed for bankruptcy. So, like we said, he's not going to get give any of that money to Shunik Shuk. You know what I mean? He's not going to give any money to that whole hook situation. You know, it's it's going to be like we said, he's going to file for bankruptcy, which he did, and he's going to be fine. But let's get to the the task at hand. I thought that I listened to the whole interview and it was wild. Right. I really felt like uh, that Kanye is really exhibiting like we we're kind of like we're talking with Tony on, on uh, uh, you know, go check out that exclusive episode. If you're not go, you know, go be a member. Members man. only. Bucks, man. Members only. The yeah, seven bucks, bro. Yeah. Hey, and I just won seven bucks on roulette on, on digital roulette. I mean, I, that's my number. So <laughs> <laughs> but he really is like the poster child for controlled opposition. Right. Whether he knowingly or unknowingly, but everything he said he was talking about, you know, uh, African-Americans being the first natives. He, he went to like, you know, again, like with the Zionists and the Zionists are this. He even tried to be funny, which was not funny. It was very cringy when he was trying to do Netanyahu. And I'm not a fan of Netanyahu, but first of all, it's you who dumbass. He was like he brought a net and a bottle of you who and he said Netanyahu. And I was like, mother, dude, it's it's you who it's not Yahoo. What, you, you're drinking Yahoo. I don't know unless you have a different type of, of drink or maybe the CERN uh, uh, accelerator, accelerator changed the timeline again, and maybe it is Yahoo. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to tell you first and foremost, and you know I'm going to go straight medieval on this shit, man. I'm going to go occultic with it. So first off, he keeps wearing that black mask, bro, and there's so much occultism when it comes to like covering your face. Um, you know, it's symbol and symbolic of, you know, kind of putting the finger over the lips, you know, silence. Uh, he's been rocking that black mask, man, for like two years now. Like, and this was hardcore during like the Donda album uh, when he was on stage um, with uh, Marilyn Manson. He was rocking the black mask. He's been rocking black mask everywhere, man. And not to mention, it's a Balenciaga mask. Let's not even go there. Like, this, let's go to that part, too, that people don't understand that he's still rocking Bal Balenciaga. So as much as he's saying he's on your team and he's spouting out all these conspiracies, which a lot of them were good, like as far as like he was spot on with, but that's a good controlled op. Like you're going to say enough truth. That's Cass Sunstein 101, man. That's that's the yes, sir. that's Cass Sunstein's wet dream is Kanye West, man, because he has infiltrated. He's telling you enough truths, but then he starts getting on some wild stuff where you're like, like OK, like when Alex Jones, the, the famous clip that everybody's talking about, 
Alex Jones brings up Hitler. He says, well, you know, actually, well, actually I got it. I, I got it. So let's it. just play it. Then we, we can let them hear what you're he said. not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I, I see, I, I see good things about Hitler. Also the Jew, I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Especially like he, he emphasized that. Well, he did that for controversy, right? So, uh, and also, admittedly, from his own mouth, he's not a good communicator. Like, he's really not. Like, he has a jumbled uh, head of thoughts. And when he opens his mouth, he just spews them out. Like, whatever comes out, comes out. He's not taking time to collect them and put them in a manner where people can really understand it. So, what I kind of glean from that. And I'm just going base level like right now, like I'm not going to get into the conspiratorial part of Kanye. But what I'm guessing that he meant was that every human being has value, right? As a human being, like we all have something to bring to the table. And when it comes to Hitler, um, a lot of technological advancements came out of Hitler's camp. Now, I'm going to go wait. Now, I'm going back in the conspiratorial and I'll tell you why, because they had a lot of contact with fallen angels aka extraterrestrials and that's why they were able to create some of the stuff that they did and why that the u.s wanted all those scientists to come work for them after the war so let's let's get this really clear to what i think about hitler i think hitler's just a puppet right i never thought that hitler was really some mastermind that everybody else makes him out to be i i think he was implemented um, by the Rothschilds, because there's a lot of good information that says that he came from the Rothschilds bloodline. So anti-Semitic, right? <laughs> that he actually came from the bloodline. Now, wouldn't that be a real twist on things to mm -hmm. know that he actually came from a quote unquote Jewish bloodline, even though if you really track it back to the Kazarians, that's really where the Rothschilds came from. But if you go into that, a lot of people think that Hitler could have been from that bloodline. He was implemented in to do a specific job, right? Hitler was a junkie and an occultist. His two main objectives in life were to do a ton of drugs and get in contact with these fallen angels, with these aliens, to get on this level of enlightenment by getting as close as he could to the occult and gathering as many occultic uh, objects across the world that he could. That's why he wanted to get to Antarctica so bad. So at the end of the day, if you're taking all that into account, and I'm assuming Kanye has because he's not a stupid guy at all. Like people think he's crazy. I don't think he's that crazy. Like I actually think that he's a legit controlled op. Now you could say MK Ultra. I'm okay. I'm open to that idea too. But he's not an idiot. Like he knows what he's doing. People think he's flying off the handle for no reason. He's playing a part. Just like Hitler, as a matter of fact, he's mm -hmm. literally taking a book out of Hitler's book. He's just playing a part. And who does he remind you of? Ding, ding, ding. Six years ago. Eight hmm. years ago. Huge. 
Huge. This is very <laughs> similar to two years before he ran when Trump started yelling he was going to run for president. Nobody believed him. They thought he was crazy. He said a lot of crazy shit that he had never said before. Very similar to Kanye. Kanye's saying a lot of stuff he's never said before. He's never been this out there with what he's doing. And he's no. never been this out there with the conspiracy part of it, right? That's what, remember, Trump started getting real crazy. Deep state, train to swamp. He started going, that's when Pizzagate came out. All this stuff. We, we got two years that we're going to be leading up to this next election. Now, I don't think Kanye's running for president. You and I don't think that's going to happen. We think a higher possibility that vice president could be into play. And there could be some things that need to happen between now and then to get there. But it could. You know, everybody that, that would never vote for him now, just let a few things fall into place over the next year or two. And he's aligning more with your views. And you're like, oh, I see the genius. The genius yes. of Kanye. I see what he was trying to do. And they're already That's saying it, though. You see him online. All these people defending Kanye. It's this idolization, man. People have to have these idols because they don't feel that they're good enough themselves. That they aren't strong enough themselves. And at the end of the day, Sean, they're not wrong. We're not strong enough ourselves. But there is a God that is strong enough through us. And if we realize that, then we are strong enough. And we realize we can combat the system that's around us. And we don't wake up in a state of misery all the time. Bad things happen, man. And we can get down. But that doesn't mean we perpetually live in this state of just, you know, desperation and, and state of, of, of just, just total demise we don't need to live that way and i feel like these idols make people feel like they're not in that state of mind and that's why they get so defensive when you attack their idols because what happens if you break down their idol they don't have anything anymore to hold on to and now their life shook and what are they going to do and a lot of these people also let it fit into their narrative. So people said the same thing about Elon, which they're saying about uh, Kanye, which I won't call him Yee either. I'm going to call him Kanye West forever. Like, I don't even care. Just like Bruce Jenner is Bruce Jenner. You know what I mean? I'm not switching up on any of that because I heard him get a couple of times mad. Like, I'm Yee. I don't care, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Come on our show. You're going to walk off instantly, man. <laughs> you know what I'm he saying? Would never you're not even going to. <laughs> no, he's not going to. But I thought that uh, these people, they use it with their narrative. You know, they're like, oh, he's a free speech. Like, you know, he's just proving that it's free speech and you should be able to say whatever. No, man. He said Hitler for a reason. And my reasoning is kind of off of what you're saying is he's an occultic figure, right? So if he's an occultic uh, legend per se, right, he's he's part of that little occultic tree. Why is he so fascinated by him? Maybe he's fascinated by him because he's also a fascinated by the occult. That's why he gives you a little bit of truth. That's why he was like, oh, my mother was sacrificed. And, and you know, Jay-Z and Meek Mills and Boozy, uh, they're all in this because, you know, they've killed people and they're being protected. He's, he's dancing around so he can get your acceptance. Like you said, this is stuff he's never said before. He has his daughter uh, uh, wearing, they had a picture recently with him and his daughter that I sent you. I think you saw it already too. He has basically the uh, the black Israelite sign. So he's mixing all these things together. Christianity, black Israelite. He's switching just like Trump to be what you want. You saw like, him with hey, the Israelite star with the 
with the swastika in the middle of it. Well, that's what supposedly got him uh, banned off Twitter. The hilarious thing is he also, his last tweet was like he, he was making fun of Elon. You know that picture where everybody makes fun of uh, Elon where he was on the boat with uh, Obama? Yeah. Have you ever seen like Juan Ayala, how he has, he says there's like a homunculus inside of him. That's where he's yeah, that's yeah. Bro, I think he had, nah, like, I, I, I think I saw some drawing or something they put up, and it was like Elon. Yeah, they had a little. It was like the little yeah. body inside of him, and it was like the the muscul- homunculus, <laughs> the musculus. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, and, and and the thing, this is the clip that got me, and I don't see a lot of people talking about. It. I seen everybody was focusing on the Hitler clip, but different than what me and you were saying. I didn't see a lot of people go down the occultic. I'm not saying nobody did. Obviously, there's plenty of people that are in this industry that knows what's up. But a lot of people either focused on the left. They were like, "See, he's a bad dude. He loves Nazis. He said he likes Hitler, and he's praising Hitler." But when it came down to the Balenciaga stuff and and, and the child porn, this no, is like what he one had to of the say. big topics right now is all of the pedophilia advertisement and my take on that is you know there's there's one place in the bible where it says god sees sin differently and there's another place where it says uh yeah let me get out my phone i can like really pull up the exact thing it says in the bible the general gist and we'll get back to it after the five minute break is that you have to uh stay strict to everything and remove as much sin as possible in order to serve God. And when people look at pornography, when a, when a grown man is looking at a grown woman have sex on camera, you're still looking at someone's daughter and you're looking at a lot of times someone that is the product of pedophilia. So people will engage in going to strip clubs or looking at pornography, but then they, the moral compass is like, oh, my God, look at the pedophiles. But in a way, anybody who looks at pornography is a form of a, uh, of a pedophile also. Let's, let's bank it all in. It's very simple. We're not going to be talking about all this moral code and these standards right here. It's either Christ said so or Christ said no. Yeah. So, like, I understand, like, you know, you don't have to, uh, like, appreciate pornography or strip clubs, but to compare that they're the same thing, I, I, I just really had a problem with that. Like, you, you can have your standards of, like, obviously, like, we want people to live a happy life. And, and there is, like, dark side of, of the, the pornography industry and strip clubs. I get that. But to him to make it seem, and this kind of is, I think, is going to bring into what your point earlier, is I feel like he's demonizing christians right because he's making it seem like it's that satanic panic it's the 1950s all over again you can't you foot loose can't dance in the town you know you can't do anything and i'm not saying you you should have pornography or you shouldn't have it but i believe that people should have the free will to make those decisions and if we can make a better world they won't have to go those routes because they have better opportunities you won't have feminists you know that are pushing you like yeah you know liberate your body you know what i mean show all this crap but he's only saying this stuff because his wife was in a porno you know what i mean a porno that got her famous his wife is all locked in with uh or ex-wife with balenciaga and hasn't you know and she's like well i talked to them you know they said sorry and it's all good you know he he's to me is like 
won't cross that line. He, you can't compare the two. Now, you can say that, yeah, it's bad. Sin is sin. Like, I get that part. But to say that you're just as bad, that's that's totally wrong. From what I know from the Bible and so other people I've talked to, they said that that's one of the—besides turning away someone from God, uh, going after a kid is— those are like the, the worst things you can do. Bro, Jesus says in the Bible, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says that it's it's better for you to have a noose tied around your neck attached to a millstone and tossed into the sea than to offend one of the little ones because they're innocent. They don't have that choice. You're doing things to them, you know, even if it's verbal abuse or, or sure. beating them. We're not even go down the pedophilia route, but any of that stuff, you're 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 attacking. It'd be like beating a dog, really. You know what I mean? Because they don't have a choice and they don't have that capacity to defend themselves. Um, they're not making a conscious decision, especially when it comes to pedophilia. Uh, on you know, it's not like two consenting adults. You know, when it comes to like porn and when it comes to strip clubs and you know, you go to Vegas and you've got escorts, all that kind of stuff, man. You know, yeah, all that stuff's just a dangerous, slippery slope into worse things. And those things themselves aren't great. But at the end of the day, that's adult consent for the most part, right? So in that aspect, I'm going to leave that alone as far as like, you know, I'm going to try to do what I need to do to not involve myself with things that I know is going to one, bring my vibration down to keep me away from God. And three, just cloud your mind, right? Like a lot of this stuff yeah. does. So, so at the end of the day, that's just coming from me and trying to live life the way that I think Christ wants me to live. That doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. That don't mean that we don't fail either. But at the end of the day, I don't think that you can put that in the same realm. Um, in the way that he did again, I, I agree with what you said where he's comparing as the way that God looks at sin, right? Like it's, it's, it's a blanket thing. Um, that's fine and all, but there's also laws <laughs> that, that are in countries when it comes to pedophilia, at least outwardly. I mean, we know a lot of these politicians and stuff don't care about those laws, yeah. but outwardly there, there are laws that you can and can't cross you know, going to Vegas to get an escort's legal. Like, it's not legal to go pick up a three-year-old kid and, and do things to them. That's not legal. So you can't put that in the same realm. And this whole Balenciaga thing with him, where he tries to defend them, in, and he does it in a slick way. Again, this is back to his genius in the way that he operates. He says, well, you can't blame all these thousands of workers for what a couple people at the top did. Very true. Like you can't. A lot of those people don't know anything about it. But what I can do is not support the product because I know what those people at the top are using it for. So in that case, no, I'm not going to buy the product. Again, I also think Balenciaga put those pictures out there on purpose. I think it's part of the PSYOP. I think it was part of to kick off the Kanye stuff. I think it was part to kick off, you know, like a lot of people say, they need to show you what they're doing and you to accept mm -hmm. it. So, yeah, it's part of those rules. I think that's a part of it, too. I think it was multifaceted. Again, man, people got up in arms about Balenciaga. But here's the best part about people that got up in the air about Balenciaga. Most of them 
and 90% of them can't afford Balenciaga to make a decision not to buy it or not anyway. So the people that are buying Balenciaga do not give a shit. More than likely, they're involved in that stuff anyway. So that's, that's that's the hilarious part. People are keeping their eyes focused on the wrong things while climate change is going nuts right now. While they're trying to implement climate laws worldwide for that matter i mean look i sent you that that article about uh was it switzerland where they're 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 gonna start putting a cap on electric cars sweden or switzerland you might be right sweden they're put this is great for people that don't know this the ev cars the electric vehicles they're gonna put a ban on them during the winter so you can't use them because it's going to take more electricity to be able to charge them up. Because if you know anything about the cold, batteries go dead in the cold. So you're going yeah. to have to charge it more. So they, that's going to cost what? More money for the electric companies. So they want to spend that money. But I think ultimately it's not about that. It's more about control. And they're using it as a form of control. These are things people aren't paying attention to while they're so worried about Balenciaga. I'm like, bro, when that stuff with Balenciaga came out, I didn't even get on the train. You know why? Because this is pretty par for the course, man. This is what these people do in those positions. These like fashion world, it is highly occultic. Most, Most of what they create for the models to wear are occultic. And that's the thing that I can't ever get really get down with Kanye for because he's never left that fashion world. And everything that he does is occultic. You know, he can sit there and say Jesus all he wants to, but actions speak louder than words. What you're doing. A lot of those models are abused, too. Yes. A lot of those models are very abused and they've they've been mistreated and they come from these kind of situations. And he wasn't calling that out when he was in the fashion industry. He's calling it out now. And then it's like you said, it's covering up stuff with the climate change. It's it's covering up stuff with the FTX and how FTX is, you know, like robbed a bunch of people from their money. But they're still uh, pushing a a legislation through that they helped uh, write. You know what I mean? So all this this regulations that's coming down it's kind of like you know letting us see like hey go left when we should be staring straight ahead right and he he really praised trump a lot on there uh he said that he's the fifth uh, best president ever and in tim Poo, i think he said this in a couple other interviews he was talking about you know trump needs to talk about the january 6 prisoners guess what trump just came out yesterday i think it was and delivered a special message to the January 6th political prisoners. He hasn't done that at all. So if you think this is not connected, you, you got to you gotta go get, you know, um, tighten those butt cheeks for a second and you know I mean? like, go, go check some things out because it's obvious that they're listening to each other. Now, right now, Trump cannot... Uh, because it's way too far away from 2024. He cannot associate with Yee right now. Oh, man, I just did it. Damn it, stupid Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) He can't associate with him because it's not good for optics, right? He needs to wait until the last moment. That's why I don't believe... Because first of all, you don't even pick your running mate until you're already uh, won the primaries and everything, you know? Once after the primaries are done, that's when I think we're going to see... And I'm with you... He's been built like this. He's they're building him up the same exact way they built Trump up. He's becoming this villain for the left. 
You know what I mean? And becoming a, sort of a hero for the right. But the right is pushing away the things that he is negative with, you know? He even said in, like, uh, one of the clips I had, I, I can't remember which one it was, but he says, like, uh, I'm going to—he's trying to read scripture, and he's like, uh, uh, let me see if I got it. Right here, the Bible me. says right here— I'm, I know I'm going to do a um, Corinthians 2, like Trump, you know, new new Christian kind of reading of this. So new Christian, you see what I'm saying? Like, so because you're not really what you say, and I, I don't claim to be a Christian, so I'm not going to try to be holier than holy or or say that. But I'm saying if you say you're something, you, you why are you changing the terminology? That That's where I start thinking it's weird, right? Because you and Tony wouldn't be like, hey, I'm a new Christian. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like that means that it's okay not to know, like, I understand people, you know, they're coming back and trying to do better. But what he reminded me a lot of is like those ex gang members that like go to church and they become, now they're like a little pastor and they're like, yeah, man, I can't believe you still drink. And they're judging you for every bad thing you've done. And I'm like, well, that's also in the Bible. Don't judge people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and you're doing that exact same thing and you're trying to get on that uh, moral high ground. Well, and two, he kept talking about, I'm here to bring love. I'm here to bring love. But yet he consistently did the opposite of that. He caused more division. He caused more, you know, problems for himself, for everyone else. And look, man, I get it. You know, you and I go against the system hard. We break down these idols. We piss a lot of people off. But in my heart, I know that I'm doing the right thing because I feel I don't feel any kind of bad feeling when I do it. I'm not doing it to cause controversy. I'm not doing it to, you know, like some grifter mentality, like I'm trying to get all these people to follow me because I'm yelling and screaming all the time either. That's not it. I'm really genuinely telling people how I feel about things. And I am a Christian, um, but I'm also the type of Christian that, look, I'm not here to save the world, bro. Like, Jesus already saved the world. Like, that's how I look at it. I'm here to live Christ-like, and hopefully people see that in what I do. But Jesus was also a warrior, and that's what get lost in that Christ-like thing. So, yeah, I'm going to be a warrior. I'm going to go against the system. I'm going to come at you. Like, it's, and not at you as at people, but at the, you know, powers that be or shouldn't be, as as Billy from uh, Perma Farm always says. (laughs) So, for sure. And that's that's how I feel about it. I, I agree with you, and and the, my problem with it was he was also like trying to sell you something. You know what I mean? He's trying to sell you him. I'm not trying to sell you me. Joel's not trying to sell you him. We're gonna speak what we think, we critically think, do our research. Now that can be whatever you think of that. Your perspective could be different, but I'm not trying to lead you into into the wrong direction. I got the sense of that whole interview that he was leading people down the wrong path. And he did. And he re- he did the whole time, and he was covering himself. Uh, one of those fake, uh, to me, I call them the fake Christians, the 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 Sunday morning uh, guys that wake up and they're like, "Oh man, go to church," but then by the afternoon they're doing some devilish deeds. You know what I mean? The question is, man, the Balenciaga mask to me is just so cultic in nature. I don't know how anybody could see him like that and not understand the correlation. You know what I mean? Like that that. That is is point blank, because if you see that mask, it's been used a lot, especially when it comes to like. Kim Kardashian's used it, mm-hmm. a lot of models have used it. It, it. It's used in a lot of cultic music videos, especially hip hop. 
I mean, I think the baby or maybe even little baby like was rocking one, you know, in the past year. It's nothing new. This is something that you see a lot of. And it's Balenciaga and he doubled down back on Twitter defending Balenciaga. So the hero that you're looking towards that you're saying like, oh, he's talking about MK Ultra. He's talking about, uh, you know, uh, the Zionist and he's using buzzwords. The same thing the left is doing. And what he's trying to do is he's corralling. Some of those QAnon fringe, the some of the fringe on the right, the people he's he's using those buzzwords or like the uh, mainstream media would like to say those white supremacist dog whistles, like you know how they white always say that. dog whistles, or either but, those and, QAnons, man. You know when like the whole Balenciaga <laughs> thing came out, was it? Uh, uh, it wasn't New York Post, was it? It I was think it was New York Times, Times, I believe. New York Times came out with that article where they said the whole Balenciaga thing was something that was created by those QAnons. I'm like, bro, like this is just point blank. This is coming out of other areas. Even the woke left, some of those people were getting mad about it. So it wasn't a, a yeah. QAnon thing, man. But they did try to brainwash people that didn't know any better into thinking that, hey, what did this remind you of? Pizzagate. The same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, man. It started around the same time too, about two and years. And Wayfair too. Yes, they, the same thing they did with the Wayfair thing. Like they they don't want you to critically think. They don't want you to look into it. Like they uh, a couple episodes back when we were showing about the election, where he's like, "Just trust your media, trust your local officials. They'll tell you what to think." <laughs> <laughs> that's just what that's their whole thing about it. And then to top it off, uh, I'm not saying our predictions right because obviously we still got. Some some stuff to go down but then now Newsom is a granting reparations of two hundred and twenty three thousand dollars per descendant of slaves of house housing discrimination 559 billion total cost so i feel like he's kind of uh, getting his degree the wheels greased up for him to get into that ring and we also saw that uh biden clip i don't have it with me i should i should i just thought of it right now but i wish i got it where they asked him are you running again and he's like, I, I don't know. They're like, four more years. He's like, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, so I saw that. It seems yes. like the writing's on the wall. Like, the writing's on the wall, and people are throwing their hats in the ring. And we're this is what we're going to be in store for for the next, like, year and a half or so. Like, why we get up to the primaries. And I'm really – now, I think the Gavin and AOC is a little bit more far-fetched. But the reason I only said that was because I'm like, if it's Trump and yay, come on, man. That, that ticket right there is – Kanye West and Trump, these two polarizing figures that are pissing everybody off, and they're really trying to set a fire under the far right. So the AOC and Gavin Newsom would try to light a fire under the far left. And that's where we're at. We're at this red team, blue team again, that uh, people are using buzzwords where, you know, everything's a pedophile on the right. Everything's anti-Semitic on the left. Now, that doesn't that doesn't discredit these weird things that Balenciaga does, but it's intentional. It's to get Mm -hmm. us away from uniting as the working class for us to actually make moves to succeed in getting rid of these elites, these elites that are in charge of us. Like, I've always thought it's dumb, and and I vote out of, like, you know, uh, out of, like, my own protests, but I'm starting to not even want to do that because it's come to a level of where I'm like, so I'm voting for a stupid person. I'm a stupid person, but I have to vote for a stupid person to tell me what to do? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, they're not doing anything that is helping us out, and all I see is more 
Wrestling, man. Wrestling. I wish everyone <laughs> could see the way I'm smiling right now with my evil smile. Like, ah, Sean's not going to vote. <laughs> Just like me. Yes, I've been rubbing off on him. <laughs> yeah, but I was already right there. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now it's just come to a point. Like, I will say though, if Dave Smith runs, I'm gonna vote because I just want to see him in the debates so bad because he will crush all of them. He will crush all because he's a comedian, stand-up comedian. He, he's gonna crush all of them, but I don't think that will happen. I think that's they've made it and changed the rules after Perot and um what's a uh, Nader. They've changed the rules because they're like, oh, we don't want these guys out there. They're, you know, they might uh we might actually get somebody that actually will do something. Something. They want us to be in the same realm that we've been in with these same figures. Now they change the faces, but what are they doing? They're going farther right and farther, farther left. left. The more we, that's all they're doing, and that's what we what you see online is is people are constant. Like I got into an argument earlier with somebody, and they were talking about oh anti-Semitic. I'm like, you don't even know what that means, and they're like, yeah, anti-Semitic. They show me a definition from Google that it means you know like saying bad things about Jewish people. I'm like, but Jewish people are not the only Semitic people. There's a lot of Semitic people. You weren't saying that when they were calling Muslims uh, uh, terrorists. You weren't saying that when Yemen was being bombed. You weren't saying that when we ran into Syria and so on and so forth. We could go on and on. Those are those are larger parts of the Semitic people right. that come from the Semitic language. Like, but they don't want to see that. And like, bitch. And if you want to learn anything about like uh, the Semitic stuff, like go go check out uh, uh, our good friend Eddie. Man, Eddie got <laughs> Eddie got all that man. Eddie's got all. <laughs> that and more <laughs> and more man but when i did hear the uh, uh alex jones and when he said the hitler stuff I, I felt like this is alex jones boy that escalated quickly i mean that really got out of hand fast it jumped up a notch it did didn't it because <laughs> you know I mean? he did a couple times he was even like <laughs> even even uh you know even as like you know bullish as he is now to that point too Man, I've never seen Kanye in a position where he was a little intimidated. And there were times where he put Kanye in his place. You know, Kanye did push back yes. some, but man, he was like, all right, yeah, commercial, commercial. Got a commercial. And also I will say, because uh, Jones is really good at like, kind of taking what you said and putting it into words that's like digestible and like okay yeah you didn't mean this you really meant this the, you know we're just clarifying your words you know like ah the frogs are gay you know what i mean <laughs> he knows about saying crazy shit so I, I i'm just like i'm not trusting kanye i'm not trusting alex jones i would suggest nobody like that doesn't mean you don't listen to him i definitely would say pay attention to them because what they're saying and what they're doing you can see it's coming down the pipeline and we got to really, really get away from these idols, man. That's what you got to do. Break these idols. Don't allow any of them because they're trying to come for our freedom of speech. They're trying to come from everything. And this is how they do it. They put it out there so that now this could be, they even called it like the the most uh, banned, like, rah, 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 like they were talking about, like, this is like, you know, this is an epic event. Like people were talking about, I even seen like Anomaly going out there and, and going, yeah, he said crazy stuff, but this is what freedom of speech is. I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what he said, but <laughs> they're not actually, they're, they don't see it. And I don't think that it's intentional. I don't think every single person's an op. No. I just think that they can't, they can't see past what they think. They're like, yes, he's going for free speech. Just like uh, with a lot of libertarian party when they're like you know it's a business they should be able to do whatever they want to an extent right and and then when you even go to further when you're talking about like facebook and twitter and all that 
these are companies that were uh, got government money, which is taxpayer money, and that's how they started. So I, I really think that it's time to get rid of these idols. Go spend time with your family, your loved ones, and go enjoy their time because those are the people that care about you, not Elon Musk. Elon, I like to call him Elon Musk. Elon Musk, <laughs> Kanye West, uh, Alex Jones, none of these. Donald Trump, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. Like we we could list on for day. AOC, Big Booty Latina. You know what I mean? Shouts out to uh, Prime Time Stein. You know what I mean? Bo- his Big Booty Booty Latina. <laughs> Listen though, if you're gonna idolize someone though. You always idolize the ginger, and Jen Psaki should be at the top of your list because she is an idol. I actually have like a little idol that I built of her, and I got a little shrine in my house, and I pray to it every night. And sometimes I actually can see her like in my head, and she talks to me. She tells me to get out of there, but I tell her that I'm still coming for her. And I think she's getting more receptive to that. So I'm getting closer, bro. I really am. I used to be legit. In fact, I was too legit. I was too legit to quit. But now, I'm not legit. I'm unlegit. And for that reason, I must quit. All right. He's got to quit. <laughs> But uh, that's how, that's all we got for you guys today. And don't forget to follow us on Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram, Kill the Mockingbirds Telegram, Van Tesla Music on Instagram, Sean Chris Music on Instagram, and go check out Sean Chris and Joel Thomas on all music platforms. I mean, you know, we've been killing it. We also appreciate everybody that's been sharing the podcast. Don't forget to leave five stars. We want those rate. You know, get those five stars. Get us an algorithm. We don't know if it helps, but why not try? It's free. You know what I mean? And Van Tesla two drops. T- Tomorrow, on Friday, it will be out the long-awaited Van Tesla 2 album. It's going to be the culmination of two years of my journey attacking the system through music. Quan Duke's obviously on there because he and I have been partners for two years. Shot Chris is on there. My boy Nergi's on there. It's going to be a wild, wild, wild album. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. And you know what? We're going to go ahead and drop a little song early for him. We'll hit him up with a little uh, lights off in this piece and end it on that note. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Brah, brah. Bird killers! in church learning Jesus but the questions that he had they gave no reasons just told him to have faith or he's a heathen but he just felt at pieces now he out of school he on his own away from everybody with a cross a corresponding road professors at his college give him answers to the thoughts he couldn't get when he was growing up all these religions and he's told they come from some and now he feels confused he don't know what to do and now he's looking for an outlet for his lottery for his soul but the ghost are waiting for him of crowley and the faith finally call 
Shells at Kroger, lights up a marble red, fresh cup of Folgers. The weight of the world on its shoulders, surrounded by woke vultures, pushing pronouns and cancel culture. Anonymous chat boards got them feeling bolder. John Doe and Liz becoming a digital soldier. Cognitive infiltration, false idol enclosure. Algorithm warfare, fabricated disclosure. Conquering divide turns families into foe. Placing politicians on an elitist plateau. Instead of finding solutions, he just sitting at home. Bucket of popcorn, claiming he watching the show. They cut the lights on, they want a reset.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.